Lecture topic. 26th Ramadan, Night Main. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-adheen as-tafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. قل إن صلاتي ونسكي ومحياي ومماتي لله رب العالمين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يكون هواه تبعا لما جئت به وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم موسوس فتبع الله كرام دبزن اللز أول لاي في الدنيا إز very very temporary we all are headed towards akhirat and in the short time that we have in dunya we have to make the akhirat this is the planting field of the hereafter what a person plants here is what he will reap in the next world the things that we will reap in the next world obviously there are actions to be done so those actions are very necessary but primarily it is a matter of the heart the actions count obviously if a person didn't make his salah then that's a very big problem a person didn't fast it's a major problem he didn't give his zakat if hajj was compulsory upon him he didn't do the action of hajj a very major problem and he Allah forbid could be in serious trouble in akhirat so the actions are definitely very necessary but even the actions are primarily related to the heart the person performed his salah he did it in a very very wonderful way he performed it with complete what was appearing to be complete khushu and khudu he did the postures all in an excellent manner but the heart the heart was in some other place the person performed the salah somebody else now will be observing this so now the person should be impressed so this salah he performed the salah which outwardly the action was excellent but in the light of the hadith sharif man salla murain faqad ashraka billah the one who has performed salah out of riya in order to impress somebody in order to show off to someone what he has actually done he has committed shirk with allah taala now the action in terms of its outward appearance in terms of the postures in terms of whatever other related aspects was 100% but the sum total of it because of what was in the heart let alone being salah it wasn't salah it wasn't zero also one is that if it was nothing 
Not that it was nothing also. It went far in the red. It became shirk. What a major problem it became, what a severe calamity it became, that rather than be salah, it went away and became shirk. What was the problem? The problem was with the heart. The action was excellent, but the problem was with the heart. And likewise, we can, all the other actions, we can think of in the same way, that no matter how well it is done, but the matter is primarily the matter of the heart. And that is why so much of emphasis is placed on rectifying the heart. Because what is in the heart will eventually manifest itself outside. If it is Riya in the heart, then that too is going to somehow, well it will obviously corrupt the action, but that is what's going to now dictate what a person does, what he doesn't do, when he does it, when he doesn't do it. If he is in the presence of people now, he'll be ready to do everything. And if he's alone in his house, then he's not prepared to do anything. All this is dictated by what? By what's in the heart. Likewise, all the other qualities, whatever is in the heart will eventually now, that's what will act out. If there is humility in the heart, this genuine tawazu and humility, then that is what will show itself out. The place is in the heart, but then it will come. It will come in the way a person speaks, in the way a person walks. He will be fulfilling what Allah Ta'ala has commanded. وَلَا تَمْشِ فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَحًا Do not walk proudly on the earth, boastfully. So now this is something that's coming from the heart. And it will not be something dependent on whether somebody is around, nobody is around. Makes no difference. If there is khashiyat, there is this fear of Allah Ta'ala in the heart, that will manifest itself. In so many, on the spot, different situations, that will manifest itself. Hazrat Umar radiallahu he used to sometimes say, I wish my mother never gave birth to me. Why? Out of this fear, how will I fear on the day of Qiyamah? When he was on his deathbed, Abdullah bin Abbas came to now offer his respects and say some words of comfort. He's now in his last moments, it's a matter of time now because he was attacked while in the masjid in Salah and that wound was very deep, it was very obvious this wound is fatal, he's not going to survive from this. So now people were coming offering some words of condolence, consolation, comfort. Abdullah bin Abbas came and he started enumerating the, all the things about Umar which Rasulullah himself said and together with that MashaAllah you accompanied Rasulullah Nabi left the world in a condition he was happy with you then you accompanied Abu Bakr he left the world in a condition that he was happy with you then you became the Amirul Mu'mineen now you are departing in a way that the Muslims are all happy with you. What this meant to say was that inshallah Allah is happy with you then. And like this he said few other things as well. After he said a whole lot of things, Hazrat Umar said to him, repeat what you said. So now if somebody has said some things of praise for us, 
and we may not say repeat what you said but we might wish that this person carries on a little though we might say to him that look I am not worthy of this but inside there might be a wish that this person he missed out a few things too <laughs> but Hazrat Umar said to him first repeat what you said so he repeated it after he repeated it he says that person is in the greatest deception who gets deceived by what you are saying the one who gets deceived by what you are saying is in the greatest deception Al-Maghroor Man Gharar then he said my wish is that even if I don't get one reward for anything but I'm just hoping I don't get taken to task for anything even if I don't get any reward but I am safe from the punishment I'm safe from getting taken to task I'm not questioned about anything I'm not made answerable for something I will be very content with that much also now we are aspiring for great amount of rewards Alhamdulillah we should be doing that but this was his khashiyat you see the average person the person who is now trying to move forward in deen the person who is a salik the salik he worries about I mustn't fall in masiyat I mustn't fall in sunnah he's trying mashallah he's working he's making an effort he's trying to build his iman he's trying to progress in deen so he's concerned that I mustn't fall in masiyat which is a very great thing which is a very very wonderful concern and a very noble thing it's an indication mashallah the heart is alive the heart is alive there is this concern I mustn't fall into sin but that is the salik but when a person becomes an arif now he's mashallah gained the marifat of Allah ta'ala, the arifin fear I mustn't fall in kufr now they are worried about kufr we just worried about sin how come that is the khashiyat because when the person has become an arif to the extent of his marifat there will be khashiyat how much of marifat he has gained that's the extent of khashiyat now the extent of khashiyat has gone higher he is more concerned and he feels even much more the average person is worrying about I mustn't fall in masiyat this person is worrying I mustn't fall in kufr because he's so concerned that don't know when something can slip don't know what can happen when Imam Abu Hanifa whenever he would recite the ayat of the Quran Sharif or this ayat would be recited he would weep and people want to know what, what's the on the day of Qiyamah this call will be made this announcement will be made that all the criminals stand aside you are not going to Jannah you stand aside so what will be the situation at that time what if I am included in that group now where this came from what brought about this kind of thinking what made this reaction come about this wasn't some kind of pretense this was a reality deep down once he was uh, performing salah he, he had just entered the masjid and he started he came to the ayat in fact he came to the ayat he was performing his salah after isha everybody had gone and he started his salah in the masjid and then he came to the ayat وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ شَرًّا يَرَهُ 
on the day of Qiyamah, person who's done one iota of good, he'll see it. Person who's done one iota of wrong, of evil, he'll see it too. Meaning that he's going to face the consequences of it. Obviously, if a person has made sincere Tawbah, Allah has forgiven him, that will be wiped out. But now when he came to this, he started repeating this ayat over and over and over again. Now the person who was responsible for the masjid, he wanted to go now. He needed to switch the, or extinguish the lamps and leave. Now, Imam Wadifah, alhamdulillah, didn't realize this person is around, he's waiting. So in any case, this person finally either left the lamp or extinguished it and went away. And he went away. And he returned at the time closer to Fajr. When he returned closer to Fajr, he came into the masjid and he sees exactly in the same position. Imam Hanifah is still standing right there and he's still repeating the same ayat. And at that time now when he had to start lighting the lamps again and so on, Imam Sahib realized somebody came in and when he completed his salah quickly, he realized what happened. The whole night has passed. And this person asked him that, did you realize the whole night? He now came to know this person also witnessed it. He told him, you will never talk about this in my life. You will never ever mention this to anybody in my lifetime. Why? Because he didn't want that recognition for this. It was done for Allah Ta'ala. But what, what brought about this? What, how does a person suddenly manage to stand the whole night repeating the same ayat? And in this manner, it was the whole scene of Qiyamah was in front of him. And this khashir, now what was in the heart, that which was in the heart came out. And the extent of khashir, the Junaid Baghdadi was once in a masjid. And for whatever reason, Allah knows best, sometimes Allah makes these things happen for something to become apparent. One person came at the door of the masjid. <coughs> Perhaps he was, Allah knows best, whatever his story was, and he announced, Loudly he's shouting and saying, the worst person in the masjid come out. Now if somebody has to shout that out now here, we all look around, who's going? <laughs> so Junaid Baghdadi without a moment of hesitation, he didn't even think twice. Now this is, when these things happen on the spot, then what is inside comes out. There's a story about this one person, he had a parrot, Hindu, Banya. He had a parrot. Or rather, that was another story. This Muslim person, he trained one parrot. And he trained it to keep, to learn, La ilaha illallah. And reciting it, La ilaha illallah. Now everybody comes, they get so fascinated that this parrot can recite the kalima, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah, mashallah. So now this carried on for a good amount of time. One day the parrot was let loose from the cage, perhaps its wings were clipped. He's walking around and now suddenly the cat saw this parrot walking around. So now when it saw the cat, the cat walking, uh, parrot walking around, it got his chance and it came and it pounced on it. And it pounced on it and then it was now about to bite its head off. And now while that head was in the, with, between the jaws of this cat, now the squawking sound came out, the original squawking sound. Now the whole years went by that all day and night this was reciting La ilaha illallah. But that was on its beak, on its tongue. But within itself, within itself the same squawk of that parrot. 
Now when the reality came, time, crunch time came, it was going to get crunched, when the crunch time came, what was inside came out. That time Kalima didn't come out. What was in the heart came out. Now the squawking of the parrot came out. Now this the Mashaikh, they explained, they mentioned this incident and then draw the conclusion and give the lesson that look, no matter what we have on our tongues, we can have all kinds of fancy talk on our tongues, but it's what in the heart that's eventually going to come out. Especially at the time of moth, what's in the heart, that's going to come forth. So now it's a matter of the heart, what's in the heart? That Khashiyat now, Junaid Baghdadi Rahmatullah heard this, so without a moment of hesitation, without any second thought, he rushed out of the masjid. And he came outside. So there was another very great personality at that time. So people went and mentioned this to him. This incident happened in the masjid. And when this announcement was made, whatever this person was up to, some mischief or whatever he was up to, when he made this announcement, it was like as if spontaneous. Junid Baghdadi ran out of the masjid. He says, well, this is what made him Junaid. He became the great saint of his time. It was because of what was inside him. This was that real fanayat. He truly felt about himself. This is what I am. Zunnoon Misri Rahmatullah a very very great personality, pious servant of Allah Ta'ala. There was once a drought in Egypt. So people came to him. He said, please make dua. They're behind this difficulty, severe drought and there's so much of people in so much of suffering so people said what they said and they went away after they went away so he walked out, left the town went far out of the town went far out into the, of the town into the jungle and then he started making dua to Allah Ta'ala Ya Allah the worst person Zunnoon has left the town the person due to whom the reins were being held has left. Allah, now you send down your Rahmat. The people are in suffering, but the person who was responsible for these reins being held back has now gone. So, Allah, don't deprive the people of the town. And it started raining, it started raining, the Mashaikh of the time, the rain be a cause of him. His humility, his fanayat, his turning to Allah Ta'ala, that is what brought the Rahmat. But the point was that he truly, this was his heart. The kind of heart a person has, that is what, that is how things will unfold. That is what will carry on in his life. That is what he will do, what he won't do. All will be dictated by what is in the heart. And one is, on occasion, a person can plan something, do this, he can pretend something, whatever. But from time to time, there are things which, there's only what inside will come out. In any case, this was a different part, what we were talking going to speak about was the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه that none of you is a believer لا يؤمن أحدكم none of you is a believer this is a very very strong address it's a very strong address the explanation the muhaddisin will then give us that it is not meant to mean that a person's Iman is nullified. But the wording, that's what it says. 
The construction is that La yu'minu ahadukum The literal translation is simply this None of you is a believer Now this is meant to really jolt a person That the iman has come to such a low ebb That is being described in such a manner which the muhaddisin will then explain tanzilun naqis bimanzilatil ma'dum that it is so deficient that is it as if close to not being there so now therefore it is expressed in that manner but this is not what really meant that the iman is totally nullified so in any case in the hadith nabi sallallahu says la yu'minu ahadukum hatta yuhibba li akhihi ma yuhibbu li nafsi none of you is a believer until he loves for his fellow Muslim what he loves for himself. Until he loves for his fellow Muslim what he loves for himself, until then Iman is not there. This is the literal translation. Now this love is also to do with the heart. As you said, it's all about the heart. And the reality of this muhabbat is in the heart. Now this Hadith Sharif, the Bishawasim says, till a person doesn't love for his fellow Muslim what he loves for himself, that Iman then is at such a low ebb, it's as if it's not there. Now this is something to understand what is being said. That the person, mashallah, the people who were being addressed were the Sahaba Ikram. So there was no question about anybody being deficient in his Salah, being deficient in the fundamentals of Deen, Anybody among them being somebody is involving himself in haram and sin. The odd occasion somebody by mistake did something, they made such toba that Nabi Islam endorsed the toba. And he said if this toba had to be distributed among the people of Madinah Munawara, all would be forgiven. So this was the group of people who were the first addressees of this. So this is not talking about deficiency in any of these things. So a person, mashallah, he's got his salah in order, he's got his other ibadat in order, he's mashallah staying away from haram, etc. But with all that, if this is missing, then it means there's a very great deficiency still in iman. Such a great deficiency that it is addressed in such a strong manner. La yu'minu ahadukum hatta yuhibba li akhihi ma yuhibbu li nafsi. You are not a believer until you love for your fellow Muslim what you love for yourself. What a strong address. But now this too is a matter of the heart. It's not a matter of something external. What's external that will follow from the heart. But the place of this is the heart. This well-wishing. Now what is the meaning of this? That till he doesn't love for his fellow Muslim what he loves for himself, then his iman is so to say not there. Does it mean that everything he has he has to give it to the next person? So then that person too will have to love it back for him. Because now he'll be without it. So then that person will give back to him also. So that's not what is meant. So there's two explanations of this. It is in two dimensions. One is that it is meant to totally uproot any jealousy. Because if he is loving for the next person what he loves for himself, what he loves for himself? He loves that what I have, it should remain safe and nobody should be jealous over me. So he must love the same for his fellow Muslim. So meaning he must be a well-wisher. Jealousy is the opposite. 
It's wishing that somebody's ni'mat be snatched away from him. Somebody has been blessed with some bounty, why he's got it? He shouldn't have had it. So he's wishing ill for the person. And whereas this requires that he must wish well for every person. So one is to uproot this jealousy. And the other dimension of this is that he should put himself in the shoes of the next person. What would he like for himself? Had he been in that person's shoes? If he was in that person's situation, what would he have liked for himself? If that person now is undertaking something, he's maybe starting off a business. So now if he was in that person's position, what he would have liked for himself? That this must get set up with ease, it must then prosper, it must flourish, there mustn't be any harm, any loss. So now currently it's somebody else doing it. He must wish all this good for that person. In the time when the partition of India was prior to that time, there was a very big political issue in India. And in this issue, the Akabir of the time also were divided. The one view was that India should not be partitioned. The undivided India of that time, which then finally eventually got partitioned and divided into India and Pakistan and Bangladesh eventually came up again. So one view was that this should not happen. The effort should be made to maintain it as is. Because the British have now come and they were doing whatever they were doing. There's another very long history about that, how they were looting the country, that's one part of it, but they were trying their utmost to destroy Islam, destroy the Muslims. So this was one view. And this was the view of Hussein Ahmad Maddi who was one of the giants of the time. And the other view was that no, the Muslims should rather have a part of their own. Something that is now dedicated for the Muslims. And this was the view of Hazrat Mahashaf Ali Thanwi So now there were two giants in knowledge, in piety, in spirituality, in everything of whatever the great qualities are. MashaAllah, both were luminaries of the time. And both were very, very great personalities. So, now as it happens, when there is some difference of opinion sometimes, so on the top, it's confined and limited to the aspect of the difference of view. But at the bottom, it is often made into a war. On the top, the hearts are clean. But at the bottom, it becomes something else. And that's what became the situation there at that time. And there used to be people hurling abuse at one another, what not used to take place. And even people used to be, ajeeb things used to take place. Sometimes Bandi Rahmatullah is giving some talk somewhere, addressing some gathering, and supporters of the other view down, they have no idea what's going on on the top. There had been attempts on his life. He was subjected to ajeeb things. So in any case, that's a different chapter altogether. But just to discuss one incident, once in Deoban, where Bandi Rahmatullah was stationed, there was a severe drought in Deoban. So it was decided that everybody should perform Salatul Istisqa. So now, 
the senior most personality at that time in the oven was Hazrat Madhya Rahmatullah and being the senior most personality it was just obvious that he is going to be asked to lead the Salatul Istisqa so any case they went out to the open everybody went people were on two sides of the both sides of the views even there but everybody went to Salatul Istisqa everybody went along performed the Salatul Istisqa came back but there was still no sign of any drop of rain coming the second day they went they performed the Salatul Istisqa came back again no sign of any rain now at that time in Deoban there was another very great personality Mia Azhar Hussein Sahib Rahmatullah he was a very very senior Ustad in Darlun Deoban as well and he was subscribing to the view of Hazrat Khanvi Rahmatullah he was of the view that the partition of India should take place there should be the separate place for the Muslims and Hazrat Madhi Rahmatullah is the opposing view and at the bottom end people are making it this kind of war now two days the Salatul Istisqa took place and after two days also there was no rain and now they were going to go out the next day the third day to perform the Salatul Istisqa again now when they got there to the outside in the outskirts wherever they were making the Salatul Istisqa so completely out of the norm and out of totally against his habit Hazrat Mia Azhar Hussein Sahib Rahmatullah he stepped forward and he asked Hazrat Madni Rahmatullah can I perform the Salatul Istisqa today Madhya Rahman is very well. Today you perform it. So he went ahead and he performed the Salatul Istisqa. And then they came back. And there was still no rain in any case. So now Hazrat Mufti Shafi Sahib who was his student. So now he asked him, but Hazrat, this is something very, very strange. You don't even accept to perform the first salah if somebody asks you to just perform on Maghrib salah or something, you'll never ever accept the musalla. Somebody insists on you too, you won't accept it. So when you are insisted upon to, you don't accept it. Today you yourself requested it. This just can't reconcile this. He just wished it, don't worry, brushed it aside. So he persisted. There's something, some, something very unique here. Something very, some, there's some secret to this whole story. What happened? How did you now take the step forward and yourself go and request? So when he persisted, he eventually said that look, two days had passed. Salatul Istisqa was performed. There was no rain. The sky was just as clear, and it was the signs were that still no rain is going to come. Now you know what's going on. There is a severe difference of view, and at the bottom end, people are making it this war, and people are hurling abuse at one another. All kinds of things are happening. So I decided that if this is going to happen, that three days in a row, Hazrat Madhi Rahmatullah is going to perform the Salatul Istisqa, then people on this end of the view are going to now latch onto this. You see, you see why the rain didn't come. The rain didn't come because this person performed the Salatul Istisqa. It's Nauzubillah, his Nuhusad that now the rains didn't come. So now they are going to start reviling such a great personality. They are going to start abusing him. And they are going to harm themselves also in the process obviously. So I decided, <coughs> let me take one day for my, and let me perform the Salah. Now the rain doesn't come, it doesn't come. But nobody's got any basis to say anything now. 
Because if this somebody wants to say that he performed it, somebody on the other side say, no, the last day he performed it. And he's now on the other side of that view. And a very, very severe difference. But subhanAllah, the matter of the heart. This was the heart. That despite the severe difference of view, which had become such a hot issue, but he could still have that level of well-wishing, that nobody must revile this personality who is on the other end, though he is of subscribing to the opposite view. But this is لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأسيه ما يحب لنفسه. None of you is a true believer until he loves for himself, for his fellow brother, what he loves for himself. Now everybody loves for themselves. Now this is what is the other dimension of this hadith sharif that what he loves for himself, what treatment he loves for himself. That's the treatment he must love for others. What treatment he... How would he like to be treated? Put himself in the next person's shoes and how he will be like, like to be treated. That's how he must treat others. His subordinates. If he was in the shoes of the employee and he made that mistake, the mistake happened. But now what he will wish for himself now, how he should be treated. That now he's the employee, he made the mistake. So now the employer must have the right to sway him, to abuse him, to humiliate him, to demean him, because that's, he made the mistake. Will he wish that? He will never wish that for himself. For himself he'll wish that now, I hope this gets overlooked. And if not overlooked, at least there's some leniency. And if nothing, but at least I'm not humiliated. I'm not just sworn at and abused and vulgarity thrown at me. That's what he'll wish for. So now when he's on the other end, when he's on the side of authority, so now he must bear this in mind, what I would have wished for on the other side. So administration is a different matter altogether. Sometimes administration, there are some tough decisions to be made. Those decisions will be made. If it has to come, it has to come. Administration has to maintain something. But where does it ever give anyone the authority to humiliate somebody else, to degrade somebody, to throw vulgarity and abuse at anyone. Now why that happens, it's a matter of the heart. When there is that well-wishing in the heart, then this is the kind of well-wishing. And if the heart does something else, then what is in the pot that comes out in the spoon? The relationship between spouses, so now a person has to put himself in the shoes of the opposite side. The husband must put himself in the wife's shoes sometimes. Hope it's not high heels, might fall off. <laughs> and the wife must likewise put herself in the husband's shoes sometimes. That he spent the whole day slogging, working so hard, earning, coming back tired. Now he wants some little bit of rest and peace. But likewise, he must do the opposite too. And think about it, what has she done the whole day? Taking care of his children, undertaking all the, whatever difficulties came along with it, whatever she has sacrificed for him. And now, what kind of treatment he would wish for if he was on that end? If he was in those same circumstances, if he was undertaking all those same sacrifices, what kind of treatment he would wish for? Now some challenge came out. He is on the opposite end and he made the mistake. What do we wish for? 
this is la yu'minu ahadukum hatta yuhibba li akhihi ma yuhibbu li nafsi there was a very great saint of his time hazrat sirri saqti rahmatullah alayhi he used to do some business on the side as well so he once bought a whole consignment of some nuts almonds or whatever it might have been so he bought it for 60 dirhams or whatever maybe 60 dirhams for whatever parcel it might have been so 60 dirhams he decided now well it's 60 dirhams so he's going to mark it up 3 dirhams so he's going to sell it for 63 dirhams so in any case he marked it up it just happened that at that time the price of that commodity suddenly jumped up and it for that same amount was gone now to 90 dirhams so now it went up to 90 dirhams now that's the market price so the agent now who was buying and selling this being the broker so to say he came along and he said you bought one consignment i heard he ought to buy it he said yes so he said how much you selling it for so he said well this is 63 dirhams she said but do you know that the market price is now gone to 90 dirhams she said well whatever the market price is i made a pact between myself and allah taala that this is the amount i'm going to sell it for so i am not going to take one dirham more so the agent now for the agent mashallah you will say well i struck a bargain and it wasn't haram for him to buy it at that price it's a mutual agreement happy buyer and happy seller there's no problem with it happy buyer happy seller is happily giving it he said look i have all i know fine you told me now is 90 dirham but i've made a pact with allah that i'm going to sell for 63 i'm not going to take one dirham more it wasn't haram for him to sell it at 90 or whatever both are mutually agreed and happy fine he's nobody's putting any pressure on the other nobody's trying to squeeze the last drop of oil from the next person nobody is trying to pressurize a person into a false sale so when he said to him that i have made a pact with allah taala i am not going to sell it for more than 63 dirhams the agent said when i came along i got to know that the market price i knew now the market price is 90 dirhams i made a pact with allah taala i won't buy anything for under 90 dirhams so if you don't want to sell it to me for more than 63 i don't want to buy it for you for less than 90 i'm not buying it and he went away neither he sold it it wasn't haram for him to sell it for 90 neither he bought it it wasn't haram for him to buy it at 63 but it was a matter of the heart they left the legacy of the heart for us this might be something maybe a bit of a high level thing for us we're not obligated to do it at that level but at least this much of a heart that we don't exploit somebody we don't exploit the person's desperation we don't exploit the person's difficulty that if i was in that person's shoes what i would have wished for myself that at least i get a fair price now this is just one example but the same thing we extend to whatever situation of life put ourselves in the shoes of the next person is then what's in the heart the heart will dictate how a person acts and reacts And these people had a heart and that heart is what made them say things that they said do things that they did and this is where the whole matter lies the heart of the matter say is the matter of the heart that's the heart of the matter and this is what islam is all about 
اصلاح الاعمال از ول اور اصلاح الاخلاق اصلاح القلب دا ریکٹیفیکیشن آف دا ہارٹ اینڈ وین دا ہارٹ ہیز بین ریکٹیفائڈ دین دس امپیکٹس آن ایوری تھنگ ان لائف ایوری ایسپیکٹ آف لائف ودر اٹس از عبادت دیٹ ٹو دا ہارٹ ایز ڈسکس رائٹ ایٹ دا بگننگ دیٹ نیئر دیٹ نیئر گوڈ کرپٹیڈ دا ایکشن واز ایکسلنٹ بٹ دا ایکشن آلسو بیکیم نل اینڈ وائڈ لیٹ الون بیکمنگ نل اینڈ وائڈ دیٹ پرفیکٹلی پرفارم صلاح ان ٹرمس آف اٹس ایکسٹرنل اپیئرنس بیکیم شرک من صلی مرائن فقد اشرک باللہ سو دا عبادت آلسو دا انٹائر میٹر از پرائمرلی دا میٹر آف دا ہارٹ and it is what is in the heart that is going to make the muamalat correct and not just make it correct make it on a very high level and is what's in the heart that's going to really bring that correct muasharat and what's in the heart that's going to bring out that beautiful akhlaq so this is where the focus has to be this is what the effort we have to make to correct the heart rectify the heart develop those noble qualities in the heart is a long journey But the point is that have we started walking the road, have we started traveling that distance, Allah knows best when we'll reach. And if we don't reach and the time of moth has come, but if we are traveling, Allah Ta'ala out of His fuzzle in that last moment of time will take us in a way that Allah will make, raise us among the Kamilin, inshallah. But have we started traveling, have we made this a destination, have we made this a goal? I have to do this. I have to get there someday. I have to correct my heart. I have to make my heart a heart. The people who are, people of Allah, they call them Ahl-e-Dil. Ahl-e-Dil people of hearts. Everybody has a heart. Even animals have a heart. But why they are called people of hearts? We also say it in our own context. Sometimes you're talking to a person, you say, look, please have a heart. So doesn't he have a heart? obviously has heart but the heart that is being spoken about is a heart filled with compassion that kind of heart so likewise this heart the heart that is conscious of Allah Ta'ala the heart that is filled with compassion filled with well-wishing for everyone لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسي Imam Abu Hanifa person of that caliber and with that knowledge and that insight and that depth that he extracted and codified the entire mazhab and thousands of masail and a large part of the ummah from that time till now has been following this direction that he has given and mashallah such in, in, insight and knowledge and in the light of this vast knowledge he extracted five ahadith that this is the basis of deen everything else comes back to this Like the first hadith, إِنَّمَا الْعَمَالُ بِالْنِيَاتِ Actions are judged according to his intentions. This is one of the most, the most fundamental aspect of deen. So like that, five ahadith is selected from the thousands, hundreds of thousands. That everything now rests upon these five. And among those five, this is one of the five. لَا يُؤْمِنُ أَحَدُكُمْ حَتَّى يُحِبَّ لِأَخِيهِ مَا يُحِبُّ لِنَفْسِ Person is not a mu'min. That he loves for his fellow Muslim what he loves for himself. What this means we have explained. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala make our hearts hearts. Fill our hearts with his muhabbat. Fill our hearts with all the akhlaqi hamida, The noble qualities. And cleanse our hearts out of all the evil qualities. 
فآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میرا ہو جا ایک میدان ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفسوں شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر 
चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी फना मुझसा खल्क में कोई नहीं गो बद किरदार नामासिया तू भी मगर गफ्फार है यार अब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुना अब तो राहे बस्ताद में आखिर विरने जुबाए मेरे
ഹമ്മദീം جزاللہ عنا نبینا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم بما هو اہلو یا ربی صلی وسلم دائما ابدا على حبیبک خیر الخلق کلی بی اللہم صلی على سیدنا محمد وعلى اہل محمد کما صلیت على ابراہیم وعلى اہل ابراہیم انک حمید مجید اللہم بارک على محمد وعلى اہل محمد کما بارکت على ابراہیم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هم إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحب الراحمين يا أرحب الراحمين يا أرحب الراحمين ربنا لا تؤاخذنا إن نسينا وخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لأحسن الأخلاق لا يهدي لأحسنها إلا أنت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها إلا أنت 
ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قرة اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه انك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى الہ العالمین یا اللہ most merciful most gracious most kind most loving Allah الہ العالمین یا اللہ out of your grace and mercy forgive us ya Allah ya Allah forgive all our major and minor sins ya Allah forgive the sins of the day and night ya Allah forgive what we did deliberately and mistakenly ya Allah الہ العالمین یا Allah we are desperately in need of your forgiveness ya Allah الہ العالمین that is going to be the means of our survival for this Ramadan ya Allah الہ العالمین یا Allah you forgive us ya Allah forgive our families ya Allah forgive our friends and relatives ya Allah forgive the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya Allah blow the winds of hidayah ya Allah blow the winds of hidayah ya Allah ya Allah you spread hidayah far and wide ya Allah allahumma اللهم اهدنا واهد بنا واجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى اللهم اهد الناس جميعا اللهم اهد الناس جميعا اللهم اهد الناس جميعا اللهم اجعلنا هداه مهتدين غير ضالين ولا مضلين اله العالمين يا الله blow the winds of hidayah ya allah اله العالمين يا الله fill our hearts with your grace ya allah fill our hearts with your mercy ya allah allah fill our hearts with your muhabbat ya allah ilahu alamin make us the servants you are pleased with ya allah make us your loyal servants ya allah make us your obedient servants ya allah allah save us from following in the footsteps of nafs and shaitan ya allah allah for too long we have continued this very kafi life ya allah is far away from being far away from you ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah we gone so far we don't even realize where we are ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah you bring us back on sirat al mustaqim ya allah allah you bring us back onto the way of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah save us from the ways of the yahud and nasara ya allah allah remove the love of the ways of yahud and nasara from our hearts ya allah allah put the love of the mubarak sunnah in our hearts ya allah enable us to live the mubarak sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam الہ العالمین یا اللہ اللہ انیبل اس ٹو پرفارم او فائیو ٹائم صلاح و جماعہ یا اللہ ود خشوع و خضوع یا اللہ کہ بس توفیق اور تکبیر اولا یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ انیبل اس ٹو ریسائٹ دا قران شریف ڈیلی یا اللہ انیبل اس ٹو بی فور ایور ان یور ریمبرنس یا اللہ الہ العالمین ریموو دا غفلت فرام اور ہاتھ یا اللہ ریموو اس فرام دس غفلت یا اللہ الہ العالمین یا اللہ اللہ پوٹ اس ان دا سٹیٹ اف ذکر یا اللہ لیٹ اس بی فور ایور بی کانشس اف یو یا اللہ گرانٹ اس دا نسبت اف دا اولیاء صدیقین ya allah ilahu alamin bless us with the wealth of ihsan ya allah bless us with the wealth of ihsan ya allah allah grant us the wealth of taqwa ya allah allah this month of ramadan is ticking away ya allah allah we are still far away from achieving this objective ya allah ilahu alamin bless us with the wealth of taqwa ya allah bless us with taqwa ya allah ilahu alamin make us among the muttaqin ya allah make us among the muhsinin ya allah make us among the salihin ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah allah you enable us to do all that which you are pleased with ya allah save us from all the vices and sins ya allah save us from the sins of the eyes ya allah the sins of the ears and tongue ya allah the sins of the hands and feet ya allah allah purify our hearts from all the sin ya allah purify our hearts from all the sin ya allah allah remove the pride malice jealousy arrogance ya allah remove the love of the ego ya allah remove the love of dunya ya allah ilahu alamin make our hearts a well wisher for everyone ya allah fill our hearts with well wishing ya allah allah fill our hearts with well wishing ya allah allah make our hearts hearts ya allah make our hearts hearts ya allah 
hearts which are filled with your muhabbat ya allah hearts which are filled with taqwa ya allah hearts which are, which are filled with khashiyat ya allah with inabat ya allah with ruju ila allah ya allah ilahul alamin with forgiveness and compassion ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all those are give them shifa kamila ajila mustamira daima and I remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. And all those in any financial difficulties, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. <coughs> Allah grant us halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram and doubtful things, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Whoever is suffering any anxiety, depression, worries, sorrows and grief, Ilahul Alameen, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with sukoon and itminan, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with sukoon and itminan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah bless us with all the noble qualities of the heart, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with all the noble qualities, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the reality of tawazu, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the reality of tawazu, Ya Allah. Remove every iota of pride, Ya Allah. Remove every iota of pride, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, such a dangerous malady, Ya Allah. Yet we are so unconcerned, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you cleanse our hearts out, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are totally dependent on your help, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, without your help, we can do nothing, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't leave us to ourselves to the blink of an eye, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, throughout the world, Ya Allah. Wherever the Muslims are in any suffering, Ya Allah. Remove their pain and suffering, Ya Allah. Remove their hardships and difficulties, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant afiyat in deen, Ya Allah. Run off here in dunya, Ya Allah. Allah, don't put us to tests and trials, Ya Allah. Save us from all tests and trials, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us afiyat in every matter, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this Mubarak month, whatever amal we done, out of your grace and mercy, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of our hidayat, Ya Allah. Make it a means of getting closer to you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, after the month of Ramadan also, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, keep us steadfast, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah, shaitan was chained for the entire month. Allah, he'll be waiting to derail us, Ya Allah. Allah, only with your help we can be safe, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. Allah, you guide us, Ya Allah. Allah, you keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on amal, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on the tilawat of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Steadfast on dhikr, Ya Allah. Allah, keep us steadfast on all our salah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, keep us away from all the sin, Ya Allah. Keep us away from all the sin, Ya Allah. You protect us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All the efforts of deen taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Tell all those who have raised their hands with this dua. All who asked us to make dua for them. Allah, you grant each one's jai's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Whatever we have asked for, Ya Allah. Out of your grace, bless us with it, Ya Allah. What we should have asked for and did not ask Ilahul Alameen out of your grace grant that as well Ya Allah Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-alihi al-azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi sayyidina Muhammadi wa alihi wa sahabi al-ma'in wa alhamdulillahi rabbil